You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from Heritage Baptist Church in Corpus Christi, Texas, led by Pastor Johnny Che. Our church is dedicated to serving Jesus Christ and reaching the world by going forward with the gospel. We pray that you will be helped and blessed by this message from God's Word. Thank you, Alegria family, for that special. That was very good. Tonight is actually Lena and Belia's last service before they head off to college. So make sure that you um, tell them goodbye before they leave for the night. But uh, we'll go ahead and get started. I've got a record to beat, my fastest message yet. I don't know which one it was. I don't know. I think I preached about four times, four or five times. I'm not sure which one is my shortest. But tonight might be the night. Tonight might be the night. So you're in for a special treat, a one-of-a-kind service. And uh, we know our pastor does like to go long as well. So uh, I do appreciate the encouraging words. I think I am Ian's favorite preacher. And I think that's because of how short I am. Not because of the quality, but because of how short it is. But... We'll have an extra long invitation just for Ian tonight, and he can get right with God on everything he needs to. Um, Ecclesiastes, let's go ahead and turn to Ecclesiastes chapter number 10. Ecclesiastes 10. <coughs> we have one verse that we'll read through tonight. And we're going to focus on one part of a verse. I don't. I don't expect this again. I don't expect this message to be long, but I don't. And I don't expect it to be um, profound. It's very simple. It's a very simple truth. It's a very simple um, application. Um, if we do it, but if but if we do it, I think that it will help us in our day to day lives and in our. In our everyday situations in our spiritual life, I think it'll be a help and a blessing to you all. Um, Something that I read a a couple of, uh, probably about three or four weeks ago that jumped out and I wrote it down as a seed thought, um, something I wanted to look further into and read about um, and study out a little bit, but we'll look at that tonight. And it's verse number nine. Second part, but we'll read the whole verse. Whoso removeth stones shall be hurt therewith, and he that cleaveth wood shall be endangered thereby. He that cleaveth wood shall be endangered by. Now, cleaving wood is not necessarily a bad thing, um, but I'm not going to be preaching on, no, pastor should not be having an axe and cleaving wood. Uh, this, was after, this was after he had his accident, but it, it kind of just, just jumped out at me, and it had a little bit of different meaning after what pastor had gone through. Um, but no, I'm not preaching against pastor tonight, um, but we are going to look at this verse and see how it applies to us, and the truth that we can get from this uh, seemingly random note uh, he that cleaveth wood shall be endangered thereby. And some things that we can learn from that. Let's go ahead and pray. Did you just be thankful this day, Lord? We thank you for the opportunity to be here in your house and to uh, open your book, Lord, and to sing praises to you, Lord, and to uh, get something. And I pray, Lord, that the, the people that came tonight, Lord, they came to hear from you, Lord, they came to hear from your word, and they, wanna, they want change, Lord. They want to leave different than how they came. And I pray that you would just use me, Lord, to speak uh, speak through me, Lord, and I pray, Lord, that you would help um, help those, Lord, that are struggling with this area in their life, Lord, and uh, those that maybe aren't, Lord, pray that they would be cautious towards it in the future. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. 
So cleaving wood, that in and of itself is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, it's chopping wood, chopping wood down. And um, if you think, if we put ourselves in Bible times, nowadays nobody really does that. Um, or not many people do that, should I say. Here in America, we don't have to do that. But put ourselves in the time that this was written. This was written by King Solomon. And he wrote it in a time where they would have needed it for heat and warmth. It was something that was necessary, uh, necessarily daily job. Um, in Bible times, it would have been a household chore, uh, something that gets done all the time. Nothing really special. He's chopping some wood out. Um, however, Solomon does take some time to make a statement about this everyday job, this everyday occurrence, and everyday chore. And what he's saying um, with that is that this, this job happens all the time, and this necessity activity, um, it can bring danger. And I don't, think, I don't think the context of this verse is saying necessarily sin is a problem and that when you go out and do sin, you're in danger of the punishment of sin. Although that is correct. When you go out into sin and you go out and sow wrong things, you're in danger of getting those things back and having those things return on you. Um, there are some other verses in this passage. Uh, if you look out, um, I think it's back up a couple of verses. Yeah, verse 8, He that diggeth the pit shall fall into it. Whoso breaketh an hedge, a serpent shall, a serpent shall bite him. Um, that would be more of a context of sin and doing something wrong and getting out of your boundaries. Whoso teareth down a wall, it shall fall upon him. Those would be things that are, are, are sinful, things that you're breaking down. But this part of cleaving, cleaving wood is not necessarily a right or a wrong thing to do. It's just a job that um, anyone would have uh, had, had an opportunity to do back in Bible times. So this is saying that um, this seemingly innocent job has a danger to it. This job that is a necessity comes with some dangers associated with it as well. Not because, of it's, not because it's a wrong deed or an outlandish risk to be taking, uh, but just simply because of what the job was and because of what it, what it entailed, there were some dangers that would come with it. And anybody who was involved in the task of cleaving wood in Bible times, Solomon is say, saying that you are in potential danger thereby. There is risk because of what the job is, not because it's necessarily right or wrong. And I think there's some truths that we can get from this simple observation that Solomon made on cleaving wood, and I think it'll be a help to us. And the first main thing that I want to say is that necessities can still have dangers. Necessities can still have dangers. Just because it was something needed, uh, doesn't mean that it wasn't something that didn't come without risk or potential harm. Um, and just because it was a day-to-day -day job, just because it was necessary, they needed it for warmth, they needed it for uh, uh, heat in the winter, they needed it for uh, cooking, they needed it for heating water and, and purifying that. They needed it for a lot of different things. And this was just a day-to-day -day occurrence, a day-to-day -day job, um, and it was ne necessary, it was needed. Somebody had to do it. But just because it was needed, just because somebody had to do it, um, didn't mean that they could just be complacent in their task. Um, they, needed, they still needed to be cautious in it. And even though it was necessary, they had to be aware of the dangers that it could still bring. And we need to make sure that in our lives we're not getting complacent in things that are necessary, things that are day-to-day uh, -day occurrences, things that we're involved with um, and is a, is a common practice for us. We need to be mindful and careful of things and, uh, and be, be careful of that. Now, just in life in general, we can look through and say, yes, there's dangers in life. All, all, everything that you do, you can look at it as a potential danger. Walking down the street, you can look at that as a potential danger. You could get hit by a car. You could come across an unsavory person. Walking down the street could be dangerous. Driving a car, 
uh, that could be dangerous. You could get in an accident. You could uh, run into somebody. You could you could crash into somebody something. Somebody else could hit you. Flying in an airplane, riding roller coasters, eating food. Eating food can be dangerous. You could eat something that you're allergic to. You could choke on it. Um, just eating, that's a necessity. Um, drinking water, you could be drinking water, goes down the wrong pipe, that's never fun. Breathing, you could breathe in a toxin, you could breathe in something that is harmful to your health if you have asthma. Breathing in certain things would be potentially harmful for you. So every, everywhere you go and in life, there's a lot of things that are needed and, but there's things that are potentially still dangerous about them. Um, now, I'm not saying that this doesn't mean that we walk around in a bubble and spray Lysol on everything because everything is dangerous and we lock ourselves in our houses. Uh, that's not what we do. When we would laugh at people who do that or people who are germaphobes or they don't want to touch anything because they're afraid of everything. Um, but that's not, that's not what you do. You watch out for the dangers in whatever you're involved in. And it's easy, it's easy to be cautious, but it's dangerous not to be. It's easy, it's, they're easy things to be cautious about, but it's dangerous. If you're not cautious in those things, it's a very, it can be a very dangerous situation. Think about a little kid who doesn't have any fear and he doesn't have any um, awareness of the dangers of the street. And he's playing around by it. He's walking, if you've ever seen a kid walking towards the street, your heart starts racing, you, try, you go run and stop him, you yell out towards him because you know the dangers and the potential risk that is involved with it. You see, if you see an adult walking out there, you're not, you're not really concerned because they know the dangers of it. Um, but it doesn't take a lot to be cautious of the street. You look both ways before you're crossing, you watch where you're going, and you'll be fine. But if you're not, the potential risk is very dangerous. If you're complacent in it and you don't care and you don't put up boundaries and you're not guarding yourself against the simple danger of the street, it can be something that becomes very serious because you weren't prepared and you weren't watching out uh, for the dangers that <clears throat> were ahead. And almost every aspect of the Christian life, I was thinking this afternoon, has potential dangers in it as well. Um, <coughs> things that are good things, things that are needed, things that we're supposed to do. Can it still have dangers and still have areas that we need to be mindful of and be watching? Again, it's easy to be cautious, but it's very dangerous not to be. Things like reading your Bibles. Reading your Bibles is a very important thing. Very, um, God has written his word for us. He's given us his, his Bible, and he wants to have a relationship with us through it, and he's given us truths in that. But if you're not careful, you can, you can read something. If you're reading it by yourself, you can understand it incorrectly. If you're, if you're reading by yourself, having your own devotions, you could read something and potentially misinterpret it or not understand it or apply it the wrong way or take it out of context. Um, things like serving as a Sunday school leader, that's a good thing. That's something that you should be involved in and doing. But there's dangers of always feeding others and never taking time to help yourself and growing and pushing yourself spiritually and, and growing yourself. You're always looking and taking care of needs of other people, but you're not watching out for yourself. You're not watching out for your own health or thinking that you've arrived and that you're better than other people because you have a position of authority uh, rather than being a servant in that role. Things like serving on the bus. You can get burnt out from all the effort it takes or even get discouraged from unthankful people, unthankful kids, or unfaithfulness. Serving in the nursery. I'm sure there's no dangers in serving in the nursery. Maybe for the, maybe for the kids and they're getting bit all the time. Or not all the time, just lately. Um, but the dangers, dangers for serving in, in a ministry like nursery. Um, something as simple as missing out on a sermon that God wanted to speak to you um, in. Now, is nursery necessary? Yes, it's something that's needed, and uh, we need to have a place to keep all those crazy kids. Otherwise, we'd never learn anything. Um, but there's a danger in serving and doing something good. What about just serving in church in general? 
um, getting frustrated and bitter towards people um, because people are people. This is a profound statement. We get bitter and upset with people because people are people and will be people, but yet somehow we always seem to forget and expect people to act like angels. I'll say that again. Sometimes we get frustrated and bitter towards people because people are people and will be people, but yet somehow we always seem to forget and expect people to act like angels. And that's not the case. When you're serving in ministry, when you're around people, people equals problems. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes that's a good problem to have. Uh, but people do equal problems. And when you're serving and you're helping and you're, you're giving your heart towards people, there's going to be problems and there's going to be situations. Um, and you're, but you're serving and you're doing what's right. There's still some dangers of getting bitter and having resentment towards other people because we're having these expectations. What about just life in general? Different things that happen in life that <coughs> are good things that have potential dangers with them. What about a marriage? Marriages are, are a good thing, and uh, God wants people to be married, but there's dangers in marriage. There's dangers of growing apart instead of growing together as, as you grow older and uh, having, having animosity and problems in your relationship in that marriage. What about starting a family and having kids? There's a lot of uh, potential dangers with that, just with health. I'm glad I am not a woman and ha don't have to go through all that you ladies go through and uh, bearing children. And there's a, lot, there's a lot that goes into that and a lot of problems potentially physically. What about getting frustrated with children and losing your temper? If you've ever been around children for any length of time, you know they like to tr push the buttons and they like to test the boundaries and they will try your patience. Um, but having a family, having kids, having people in your life, there's a danger of, of getting frustrated all the time and losing your temper and not being able to control your emotions with it. What about getting prideful towards your kids and putting them first in your life and getting your focus on them instead of, God, uh, instead of the God who gave them to you? There's dangers in them. They're a good thing, but there's still dangers in that. What about work? Work is a good thing. Uh, God has made man for work, and has, one of the first things he did was give man a job. Uh, but work can potentially have its own dangers. Um, wrong influences because of coworkers and people that you're around all the time. You're, you're, in, you're around them. You hear their, their music, their language, their discussion, their, their, their talk, their way of life. That can have an influence on you instead of you helping them and being a witness to them. They're having an influence on you. What about getting out of church? I've, I've known a lot of people to get out of church, not, maybe not necessarily because they had to work, but because by choice, they chose to work. They chose to get that extra time. They chose to get that extra money and putting God to the side and focusing on a, on a job instead of, instead, of, uh, instead of God and being more loyal to their boss as opposed to their savior. What about a courting relationship? Uh, there's a lot of dangers there. Uh, young people who are interested in, in each other, that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing, but there's dangers in it. It's, it's when in the right time and in the right place, it's a good thing. But there are still dangers that come with that. School for kids. School is a very good thing. School, uh, kids need to be in school. Um, but it doesn't matter what school you go to, a Christian school, public school, home school, there's going to be problems that you face and issues and dangers that come associated with that. Um, being around the wrong influences, having the wrong type of uh, peer pressure. Um, but no matter what it, what it is in life, we can find potential dangers in it. <coughs> so what do we do? Do we just not do these things because there's a potential of danger in it? <clears throat> do these things become unnecessary or bad things to do because of the dangers then? Well, no, we just need to be cautious in the areas and in the things that we have going on in our lives at that time. Now, some dangers, some dangers are warning signs not to. 
And I'm not, I'm, I'm not here to say, just because it has a danger sign, just keep going. And just because there's potential risk, just keep going anyways. I'm not here to preach that. Um, I'm not saying to be foolish and avoid warning signs. And um, it, it's, it's very clear. You'll be able to see and you, you, for the most part, understand what is a warning sign of what not to do and something that just needs to get done, but you still need to just be careful in it. And that's what I'm talking about. But things that are good and right that you need to be doing we still need to guard against the potential problems that those things bring in our lives. They're needed in life, uh, but we still need to be careful. And often I think we get blinded by the fact that this is something that we need to do, something that needs to get done, something we have to get involved in. Some, if I'm not going to do it, someone else is, no one else is going to do it. And this is just a part of life, and it's a good thing. And we avoid and we forget about the dangers and the risk that they bring um, and the problems that they could potentially bring. And we keep moving forward. And we find ourselves at fault in those areas because we weren't cautious. Again, it's easy to be cautious, but it's dangerous not to be. It's easy to be cautious against these things. It doesn't take a lot to say, you know what, yeah, you're right. I, I do need to be more careful in this area, and I do need to watch out because I am involved in this. That is what I need to look out for. It's easy to do that, but if you're not looking out for those things, you're going to be very susceptible into falling into those dangers. So when we're reading our Bibles, read it prayerfully. And when you study it, do it line upon line and precept upon precept and be cautious of false teaching and false teachers. <clears throat> be cautious of that and understand that that is a potential danger when studying your Bibles and reading, reading things out. When serving as a Sunday school teacher, maybe you read books that will sharpen you personally or listen to extra preaching throughout the week to make sure that you are getting fed personally and that you're not just fo get, focusing on other people, but you're also focusing on your own spiritual needs. When serving in the nursery, maybe make it, a, make it a goal of your own to listen to every service. So that way you don't miss what the rest of the church was a part of. Uh, just simple things that you can do to be cautious towards the potential dangers. When serving in, the, in church in general, be ready to forgive others as Christ has forgiven you. Because again, people are going to be people. They're going to they're offend you. There's going to be problems. But you're going to have to learn to forgive if you're going to move past that. And if you are going to continue to serve, you have to be mindful of those of those pitfalls that you can fall in, into. Be filled, do your best to be filled with the spirit and with charity. If you're gonna, again, if you're gonna serve, and really with a lot of these, if you're gonna um, be a good Christian in life, you're gonna have to be filled with the spirit and have the fruits of the spirit evident in your life. And that comes from reading the Bible, being in prayer and uh, focusing and being in church and focusing on what God would have you do each and every day. Um, but, but if you're serving in ministry, especially if you're gonna help other people, you're gonna have to be um, helping yourself and staying close to God in that. In your marriages, stay close one to another and keep an open line of communication because uh, communication is a key to any relationship. If, you, if, if any successful relationship in life has to have good communication. Uh, if you bottle it up, if you, if you um, shut down and you don't talk through things, you don't have a good communication, don't have a good way to talk through your problems, those problems are just going to get pushed and exasperated later on because uh, you didn't work through them. Learn how to have a good uh, open line of communication. When starting a family and having kids, be in God's word and be uh, having your own personal devotion life. If you're going to lead your family, make sure that God is leading you. Uh, at work, make sure that you are cautious of getting um, getting out of church, getting out, getting your priorities um, set to the wrong types of things. Watch out for the wrong influences uh, because of coworkers. Watch out for hanging out, uh, going places that you shouldn't go to with them. Oh, well, they're my coworkers, and I'm trying to I'm trying to help them out. No, you still have to be cautious. You still have to be careful because uh, there are still dangers in it. Even even as a Christian, you need to be cautious of those things. Uh, courting couples. 
seek godly counsel and stay within good guardrails that your parents have set up for you. Uh, seek good counsel. Make sure that you're asking and you're following what they, seek counsel, but then also follow it. Don't just ask and then say, okay, I checked it off, but then not listen to anything that they tell you. Follow what they say and you'll be safe within that. And avoid, avoid, avoid dangers. Um, there's plenty of dangers that we could go through down that. Um, but avoid the dangers, the clear and obvious dangers that come with it. When at school, develop a, uh, kids and even college students, develop a relationship with God instead of the wrong and worldly friends. Um, and the Bible says, when sinners entice thee, consent thou not. Just don't do it. Learn to take a stand. Learn to develop your own personal relationship with God and be a stronger Christian through it instead of a weaker one uh, because of it. Learn to respect and obey your authorities no matter of uh, where they're at in life because you're always going to have an authority in your life. Um, and it's good to learn just how to submit because if you don't, you're going to be fighting with that the rest of your life. Um, but learn that now. Learn it while you're in school. So again, just because something that you were involved in is right doesn't mean that there's no dangers to being involved in it. Uh, we need to make sure that we're guarding ourselves from the dangers of of serving the dangers of life, the dangers of good things, things that are nece uh, necessary. And it's easy, again, it's easy to be cautious, but it's dangerous not to be. So get counsel, see what the Bible says about it, and follow God's leading. But, but don't, uh, don't be fearful and living in a spiritual bubble because of potential dangers either. Don't withdraw yourself. And well, I can't serve in this capacity, and I can't serve in that aspect, and I can't volunteer here, and I can't do that because... I might do that, and I might mess up, and this and that. Don't, don't live in spiritual fear and be paralyzed in, in your fear of what if and what, what problems, uh, what, what if that problem arises, what if that problem comes to uh, fruition. Learn to trust in God through it, uh, but throughout that, uh, throughout your life, throughout your days, Think, okay, what, what am I involved in? What am I a part of? What, in my, what period in my life am I going through? And that's really what I encourage. I'm going to put a plug in for Sunday school. But that, that's really what Sunday school um, is all about. It's about what are you going through right now in your period of life? Are you, are you young and single? Are you in high school? Do you, are you married? Do you have kids? Are you, um, are you past certain stages in your life? And what, what lessons do you need um, to help you with that? What day-to-day -day things, what week-to-week -week things can you apply and help you with in your life? Um, that's really what Sunday School is. It's, it's targeted towards what you are going through and what you're doing. But personally, um, don't let someone else have more care for you than your own self. Think about what you have and what you're going through. So right now, I'm gonna, we're going to take some time. I want you to take out a pen and paper. Take out a pen and paper. If you don't have a pen and paper, think about it, I guess. Think about it in your head. But if you do have a pen, I am going to encourage you and ask you to take it out in a piece of paper. <clears throat> All right, first, <clears throat> I want you to write three things that take up most of your time throughout the week. Not necessarily bad things, but three roles or things that you do that take up the most time throughout your week. Maybe it's a job, maybe it's being a parent, maybe it's a specific task, but three things Three activities that take up the most amount of time in your week. Three, maybe, maybe they're responsibilities, but three things that you are involved in takes up the most time of your week. <clears throat> then I want you to write also with that three spiritual things that you're involved in each week. Three spiritual things that you're involved in. It could be Bible reading, Sunday school, bus, ministry, uh, prayer times, things like that. But three things that you're involved in spiritually, and then three things that take up the most amount of time for your week. 
Because <clears throat> again, I could go on and on and on and on about this situation and that situation and this and that and what to watch out for. But you know where you live. All right, then underneath them or next time, I want you to write what are the dangers of those that come with those things? What are the dangers that come with those things? And then also, not just the dangers, but then how do you avoid it? And again, it, it may not be, it's, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be complex. If you're walking next to the street, you don't have to come up with this master plan to not get hit. You just stay on the sidewalk and look both ways before you cross. Nothing, nothing life-changing unless you're not careful and you're, and you're playing around and you're not focused on it. But three things that take up the most time for your week, and then three spiritual things you're involved in, and then what are the dangers what is the danger associated with them? And then how do you avoid them? Knowing the danger, knowing that the danger is there um, is the main and first step, I would say. Understanding that, yes, there is a potential there. There is, there is a potential to stray in this way. There is a potential to go wrong here. There is a potential to go wrong there. If you know the potential dangers, you know what the problems could be, you can avoid them. And you know what to avoid and what to look for ahead of time. But when we're walking through life and we're going through our day-to-day -day, uh, tasks and our jobs and, and serving in the ministry and we got our heads down and we're not mindful of, hey, this is what i got to watch out for because I'm involved in this. And hey, I need to watch out for this. Um, that's when we get caught up in those things. Again, it doesn't have to be something crazy or difficult, but it can actually be something very simple. But it can help you later on. It can help you prevent bitterness. It can help you in your marriage. It can help you in your relationships. Um, all because you're being cautious and you're thinking about, okay, this is, these are the three main things that take up my time throughout the week. What do I need to be, be more cautious of throughout the week? So I've, what my questions for you in closing are, what activities have you invo been involved in that you haven't been watching out for the dangers? Not, I'm not saying wrong things. I'm not saying sinful things. I'm saying <coughs> things that you're involved in but you just haven't been mindful. You haven't been watching that temper. You haven't been watching that complaining. You haven't been watching that attitude um, because of the situation that you're in. It's going to happen. It's gonna, those, those problems will arise. But what have you been involved with that you haven't been watching out for the dangers for? In work or in school or ministry, in family, in relationships, what, what have you been doing there? And then what activities are you not doing because of the fear of the dangers? What activities are you not doing because of the fear of the dangers? Activities that you know you should be doing, activities that you know you should be a part of. Maybe it's volunteering to be an usher, but you're just too scared. Um, maybe it's getting involved in soul name, but you don't know how to do that. Maybe it's, maybe it's getting involved with something else or something else that you know you're supposed to. But what do you know you're supposed to be doing that you haven't been doing um, because of fear? And uh, there's a difference of being fearful and being cautious. Um, <clears throat> It's one thing to be afraid of something and not do it. And there's another thing to continue in it, though, and just to be cautious while you are um, doing it. I'm not being fearful of being hit by a car, but I am cautious. When I walk by the road, I'm not, I'm not up all up in arms and scared all the time that a car is going to hit me. No, I, I, don't, I don't live my life that way, but I am cautious in how I walk. And when I'm walking next to the street, I'm cautious not to um, treat it like it's nothing. But some of you are neither fearful nor cautious, um, but that doesn't take away the danger of the potential harm either. Um, a little kid, again, a little kid running towards the street, he is neither fearful nor cautious. But that doesn't take away the danger or the potential harm to him. And <clears throat> in our Christian life, 
We may not be fearful of serving or doing, doing a certain job or being involved in something or having a relationship. Um, we may not be fearful or we may not be cautious, but it doesn't mean the dangers aren't there, that you need to be cautious of it. So tonight I just wanted to take some time with this verse, He that cleaveth wood shall be in danger thereby. A simple job, a simple task comes with risks that are involved. And, um, and I wanted to, t- to take some time and remind ourselves, hey, what in life are we a part of that we're just not, we're not, we're not being smart with, we're not being careful with? Um, because that's when accidents happen. That's when an ax goes to the foot, when we're not, uh, when we're not cautious and we're not careful towards it. And uh, we laugh at it, we laugh at it, but it's a perfect illustration. Uh, he, he was handling something that, that could have hurt him, and it did. Um, but, and, and we ourselves need to be mindful of the same thing in our lives. What are we handling? What are we doing? What are we serving in? What, are we, what relationships do we have? What responsibilities do we have that we're just not being cautious with? Um, and, and the potential danger it can be extreme, and it can be harmful, and there's, there's pain in that. But he that cleaveth wood shall be endangered thereby. Necessities can still have dangers. What are we doing to guard ourselves from those dangers? Thank you for listening to our audio preaching podcast. For more information about our ministries, or if you would like to get in contact with us, please visit our website at heritagebaptistcctx.org. May God bless you as you go forward with the gospel this week.